Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is a reaction Monday here on Amber and Ian. Boy, do we have a lot of ground to cover on tonight's show. Ian, Bills, Eagles, who's the best team in the AFC College football potential chaos. Michigan, Ohio State. There is too much to get to tonight. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Most importantly, though, we are back. I feel like I haven't seen you, Ian Fitzsimmons, in forever. How was your Thanksgiving? It was it was good after getting over that that cold I got uh, in Corvallis, Oregon, where we are you know doing a game in a monsoon in thirty eight degree temps with about fifteen mile an hour winds on Monday, and then we were off last Tuesday, and then Thanksgiving hit, and then. I went and saw your Gators. So, wait, hold Somebody was supposed to be with me on that sideline mm. for Florida State, Florida. Who was that? Well, I have to, I have to admit, oh, well, oh, for the first like you. 3.99 quarters of that game, I was real upset I wasn't on those sidelines with you. And then the last two minutes, I decided good decision by me because watching them rip my heart out on television, slightly easier maybe than having them rip my heart out on the sidelines. In the I swamp. hope you threw the remote at the door or at the wall and not at the TV, you know, but your Gators played their butts off and, and, and look. Full disclaimer, I'm a Billy Napier guy, and Gator fans, be patient with him. I like, like Florida State was with Mike Norvell, like Texas was with Steve Sarkeesian. We don't see it very often in, in pro or college football that often. Be patient. Nape is building something there. So uh, your Gators fought their tails off. But, yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be back with you. And um, But, yeah, to your point, there is a ton to get into. There is nothing that says patience like SEC football. And certainly Gators fans are a patient bunch. So I'm sure they'll give Billy his due time. But they're going to have to because that man has a $32 million buyout. And also, like you said, they fought like heck against an undefeated FSU team that I expect to see in the college football playoffs. Be a part of Amber and Ian Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Call us, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. So that was my Saturday night with college football. I watched that game with all Florida State fans. I do not recommend Tonight, though, we've got wow. some NFL. Yeah, it was a bad idea. Uh, tonight, we've got some <laughs> NFL football headed our way. We have the Vikings and the Bears tonight, a divisional matchup coming our way. And just about an hour from now, when that game kicks off, of course, we will keep you updated here on Amber and Ian. But this is an interesting one. Now, we've seen these two match up this season already. These teams looked quite different at the time. Justin Fields missed a good portion of that game. Kirk Cousins was the Vikings quarterback at the time now it's Josh Dobbs leading the way for the Vikings what do you see about this matchup tonight Ian I'm just my eyes are on one guy and that's Justin Fields Uh, I'm a big Justin Fields supporter Uh, I I, I loved him covering him at Ohio State I think that he has a remarkable future with the right coach and I don't know if that's Matt Eberflus I, I think Matt is one of those guys that could be going with Frank Reich right and and getting his marching papers 
you know, at, at some point. He and Ryan Poles, the general manager there in, in Chicago. But Fields is a remarkable talent, Amber. The problem with, with Justin at times is, at this, especially at this level, holds the ball too long. He, he's got – I mean, and maybe that's a system. Maybe, maybe it isn't. I don't know. But we saw Russell Wilson doing that early, right, this year with, with Sean Payton. And now Russell Wilson's getting rid of the football – I mean, in a nanosecond. And when he's pressured, we're seeing Russell Wilson now head upfield, right? Not trying to run and like the guy we saw in Seattle. Look at your guy in Miami and Tua Tungabaloa. There is not a quarterback in the NFL that gets rid of the football faster than Tua Tungabaloa. And early in his career, what was he doing? Holding the Hold ball on. too long. So Justin Fields in the right guy with the right guy, with the right mentor, like Tua finally got with Mike McDonald. I think that he is going to be a star in this league. And right now, America is hammering the Minnesota Vikings on a double-up to catch-up night on ESPN Bet. Uh, I'm leaning Chicago. Uh, you know me, I'm a contrarian. I kind of like the Bears tonight. We'll touch on that a little bit more. But uh, my, all, my attention is all going to be on Justin Fields, uh, quarterback of the, of the Chicago Bears, as much as I love Josh Dobbs. Covering him at Tennessee, dude's wicked smart. He's literally... A rocket scientist. He, the man builds rockets. He works in the offseason at NASA. I mean, his Do you great man. Ma- if you're Josh Dobbs, <laughs> and I don't know his, I don't know his personal life, but if you're Josh, oh, Dobbs, he's awesome. He is, and you're awesome. trying to no, but I don't. I mean, I don't know if he's ma- is married or single or you know has a partner, or whatever. But if you're Josh Dobbs, are you walking around? And if you are trying to impress the ladies, are you going first with? I'm a football player in the NFL, or are you leading with I'm a rocket scientist? Because either way, <laughs> I feel like you're, you know, that's you're a hell of a, some game phone with lines those are open, ladies only at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which would grab your attention quicker? A handsome man saying, hey, I'm a rocket scientist, or I'm an NFL quarterback? Great question. I mean, I I don't know for myself, to be honest with you. I I think maybe the rocket scientist, because also Josh Dobbs is only 28 years old. He looks incredibly young. It's not somebody from that perspective that you would expect to be a rocket scientist building rockets in his free time, right? Like, I guess I think of that if you're working for NASA, like you've accomplished that much in your life. I've seen guys in their 20s who play in the NFL. So maybe I find that even more impressive. I don't know any rocket scientists. That work for NASA. I've that known are, NFL that, players. That are, that are built like Adonis, right? Uh, right. And then there's that aspect, too. You would never expect it with Josh Dobbs when he, he walks not, up to if, you. if memory serves, he's not married. Uh, so, yeah, he's available. There you well, go. There you go, ladies. You get, the Monday you get, Night you Football. Get, you get the dual threat, right? Brilliant yeah. and athletic. Yeah. Absolutely. The Monday Night Football Preview is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save. 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. You can always join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Triple eight, say ESPN. I think this Vikings defense is probably going to be too good for the Bears to handle, but... 
I do wonder, with Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles, how hot their seats are. The Bears don't actually need to do much winning this season. They've got two first-round picks, and they had ripped this thing down to the studs, and we're building it back up. But it feels like, for whatever reason, patience is running out with that process. Courtney Cronin, she covers the Bears for us here at ESPN. She also has a radio show for us here at ESPN Radio. It's called Best Week Ever. Here was Courtney talking about Eberflus's hot seat. I think it's significantly hot. Uh, It's not boiling just yet, but to me and through my reporting, I think that he has to be nearly perfect here. This is a team that has so much at stake with franchise-altering draft capital this offseason. And if you don't feel you have the head coach to bring in a new quarterback, potentially, and guide that new quarterback in the early stages of his career, then you have to make a a change at head coach. And and for me, the nail in the coffin was last week in seeing how that game was mismanaged from a coaching perspective in the final four minutes and 15 seconds, where they were giving Matt Eberflus every chance here. And yes, he's a great leader, keeping these guys, you know, keeping the locker room together. But when it came down to it, cowering on the road against a division opponent that you were up on, you had a 12-point lead on, Mm. that's not somebody that you can continue the rebuild with. It's a bit interesting because, Ian, there were no real expectations for this Bears team coming into this season. I guess the only one was for Justin Fields to look better and build on what we've already seen from Justin Fields. But it wasn't like a team that was supposed to win the division and compete in the postseason yet, so it's interesting that there would be hot seats in that organization. Uh I think that his seat is remarkably hot, damn near scorching. I mean, outer rings of Dante's Inferno. Just my opinion. I mean, I'm not as dialed in with that, obviously, as Courtney is. She covers the team day in, day out. But just from afar, you know, last week, it wasn't on Justin Fields. You know, it wasn't even on the defense. I mean, it was grotesque mismanagement. And Detroit took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking two scores in, what, the last two and a half minutes? I mean, that, Amber, that's 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 unacceptable. So, and right. Justin Fields played solid ball. Not great, but solid in his first game back where his thumb is still not 100%. Again, that's why all eyes for me are on Justin Fields' quarterback tonight of the Chicago Bears. I think trading away the number one pick showed the commitment there to Justin Fields. So it feels like an organization that believes in Justin Fields, even though he's been marred with injuries this season and it hasn't been the season that they were hoping from him so far. We will see what happens with Matt Eberflus moving forward. Apparently, we aren't so popular with the ladies because nobody's actually calling us right now, Ian, that I can see about what Josh Dobbs should use as a pickup whether he's a rocket scientist or an NFL. But we are very popular with men (laughs) here at ESPN Radio. They are calling. They are lining up. They want to talk about things like the Chicago Bears. You are welcome always to chime into the conversation. Triple eight, say ESPN. We will get to your calls next. Plus, the Panthers pulled the plug on Frank Reich as their head coach 11 games into the season. Are you tired of uncomfortable, stuffy clothing when you're on the move? Task Performance is here to revolutionize your active lifestyle. Crafted with their innovative organic cotton and bamboo fabric blend, Task Performance's Carrollton Collection is Task's all-time most popular active wear. Task's Carrollton Collection is breathable, moisture-wicking, and provides USPF 50-plus sun protection, keeping you fresh, cool, and comfortable all day long. 
Task has harnessed the natural performance qualities of bamboo to deliver amazingly soft and durable apparel produced in an ethical and sustainable manner. Whether you're hitting the gym or on the trail, the golf course, traveling, the office, or just around town, Task Carrollton Collection will help you feel better, move better, and live better. Available in dozens of colors. See what better looks like at taskperformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCperformance.com. Task, creating the most comfortable performance apparel on the planet. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So your hands bleed. This is one where it's pure contrarian. Nearly 70% of America are betting on Minnesota right now on ESPN bet minus three, which means I'm going to take the Bears plus the points and then the under 43 and a half bite up to 44. We got 33, 21 and two on the year. Bet to your hands bleed. Pure contrarian pick on Chicago plus the points. I do like the under buy it up to 44. Bet them to your hands bleed. You you love a solid contrarian pick. That is definitely Absolutely. an Ian Fitzsimmons move. When everybody bets one way, he yep. gets nervous. He likes to yep. go the other way. Bears at Vikings, that game kicking off in about exactly one hour from now. You can always join the conversation here on Amber and Ian. Triple eight say ESPN. We appreciate you hanging out on the phone line. Let's get to some of your calls. Daniel is calling us from Southern California. He's joining us on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Hey, Daniel, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for having me. Thanks for the call. Yeah, so let's go back to the uh, Justin Fields talk. I'm a firm believer in Justin Fields. I think he has great talent. He shows intangible skills. Uh, uh, his IQ, I think, is very high. I would not move from Justin Fields. I'd take that first-round pick. I'd shoot for someone like Marvin Harrison Jr., yep. trade off that other first-round pick. Build around Justin Fields some more. And how about this? Let's pick up Jim Harbaugh as a head coach. Well, that's not going to happen. I can say that <laughs> right now. And the reason why, people, every time I hear that, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard you know, with Charlie Brown's teacher in, in, the, in the peanut shows. Anybody who says Harbaugh to the Bears, do you forget who the team president is for the Chicago Bears? Does anybody know who it is? Going once, twice, Kevin Warren, former Big Ten commissioner. Those two dudes did not exactly see, shall we say, eye to eye. Oh. So there, unless you fire Kevin Warren, and you because you want Harbaugh that badly, it ain't happening. So Harbaugh to Chicago, where he played quarterback, was a star, all that kind of stuff. Nope. It, it, as long as Kevin Warren is the team president, I will let you cut my pinky off with a hatchet. 
because that's how confident I am Although, that, that Kevin Warren would not allow Harbaugh to be the head coach of that team. Do you think the Kevin Warren, and, and you know this better than me, but just having worked within an organization once, like when the team that I worked for, the president wasn't involved with the football operations to that degree. Like that was not his area of expertise. It. He was a business guy. In fact, for the Dolphins, they are quite literally in two different buildings in two different parts of the city. Yeah, I get it. Football operations and the business component of the Miami Dolphins. Ain't so no I don't way. Ain't no you think way Warren Kevin Warren is allowing Harbaugh. Not, not going to happen. Like Harp, there's no chance. Everybody's answer lately is, well, and then Harbaugh will come here. Listen, I do believe, I do agree with that caller to the extent of Justin Fields. I'm a Justin Fields advocate because I think the one thing you cannot teach is talent, that you cannot coach is talent. And Justin Fields has talent all over the place. So I feel like if you have talent, raw talent that you can absolutely see, and he has the goods, I think he just needs some of the coaching. But he already has the part that you can't coach. He's got that that innate thing that you're just, you got to be born with. And Justin Fields absolutely feels like a player who has that. So you're going to have the draft capital, that number one overall pick you're probably going to get from the Panthers. That could be very, very valuable in a trade scenario. We saw how valuable it was last season, maybe even more valuable this season in a trade scenario. And then you could go ahead and use that draft capital to continue to build around Justin Fields. He had a great point, by the way, Amber, where you use the number one, you know, and then, or either one of them, right? Or either maybe, one. Maybe trade but I, the number one, and right, you're going to have a top five pick. And, right. and be, be sure you're in position, in my opinion, to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Because not only is he the best wide receiver in this class, you, you, I've heard NFL scouts, and I've talked to several general managers that believe he might be the most complete football player in the upcoming draft. Yeah, I don't know how things, how the chips are going to fall, obviously, but... I feel pretty confident a quarterback's going number one. So I think you could trade away that number one overall pick. Now, if you have to then use some of that draft capital to trade up for the other pick in order to get Marvin Harrison. However it works, there are certainly ways to do it because the Bears are going to have two first rounders. Triple H, say ESPN. Lisa is in Illinois calling us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hey, Lisa, go ahead. Hello. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, Mr. Fitzsimmons, it's been a fan of you since you were on with Freddie Coleman. I'm glad to have you during the daylight a little more, so to speak. And thank Amber, you. I'm a big fan of yours, too, so thank you so much. First of all, Joshua Dobbs. I'd be more impressed if he told me he was a rocket scientist. Football players have a very short career. I'm looking for something a little long-term, long-lasting. And then secondly, um, the uh, Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. Several of my friends disagree. I think he's in a horrible situation. They're trying to make him into a pocket passer. He's not a pocket passer. I agree. Let's take that number one pick. Let's go get Marvin Harrison Jr. and put him in a Bears uniform along with D.J. Moore and some of the others, Cole Komet. I mean, we have a phenomenal receiving core. Um, we've got a good running back. Let's do something about that offensive line. Holy mackerel. That is a disaster, <laughs> and I was hoping it would improve. Um, you know, with Ryan Holmes being an offensive lineman, I thought that'd be a little bit better. Um, I just see Justin Fields running for his life every week. So I think that would be a thing. Lastly, as far as Jim Harbaugh coming, no thank you. Um, I would like to see a good choice. I'd like to see Eric Bieniemy. Uh, become the head coach for the Bears, uh, someone who's more offensive-minded. I think that'd be a perfect fit with Justin Fields. 
once again, thank you so much to the both of you. Happy holidays. I hope you get everything and more. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for Thanks, the support. Lisa. Happy holidays to you. We appreciate the call. I asked for calls from ladies. We finally got one there because we were having Rachel and I, Rachel, our AP, we were having a conversation off air debating like what what is more impressive if you had to choose one, the NFL player or the rocket scientist? Josh Dobbs, he's it's got both. Them both. <laughs> he's both. got them both. So he's got the the startup attached to the NFL and the player. Minnesota Vikings. I mean, right. let, let that, uh, by the way, folks, we're not making that up. I mean, I remember. I remember covering him at Tennessee where he was part of the double Hail Mary against Georgia. I mean, I don't know if you remember that. Jacob Eason has a Hail Mary with about 30 seconds to go down the left boundary. Do you think Georgia's winning the game? Josh Dobbs comes back and leads Tennessee with another Hail Mary back the other way in a rivalry game. And he, he's just – he it was like nothing to him. I mean, like, okay, yeah, we, we just did that. I mean, he's – are you kidding? I think if I had to choose one, Ice in his I veins. mean, if I was single and I, it, like if I had to choose one, I think for me in my world, I would probably choose NFL player because I love football. I'm sure there's some perks, you know, some free games I can get out of that. Um, some stadium stadium access, maybe if you're married to a, to an NFL player. But Lisa has an excellent point. The career is very very short, so the smarter play That's is probably Rachel. the Rachel's rocket. Pointers are like, yeah, right yeah, Rachel, there. Rachel, yep. Rachel, yep. and Lisa yep. on the same wavelength. When it comes to the other things that she hit on, real quick, Eric Bieniemy, that's interesting candidate for any head coaching job right now because I do think that that's going to be a difficult conversation, maybe coming off of this short time here in Washington. I'm gonna give you one name that turned down a head coaching opportunity last year that will have several head coaching opportunities this year, and that is Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator for the the Detroit Lions. That man is going to have several opportunities. Yeah, I have His agent is already working overtime. Yeah. Guaranteed. I've already heard his name being tossed around just today, frankly, with some of these openings coming up. So that'll be a name, absolutely, that we will be hearing moving forward. I do think that whatever coach ends up in Chicago, if Matt Eberflus ends up moving on after this season, will be and will have to be a Justin Fields guy. Because I agree there with our caller, Lisa, that Justin Fields is the answer there moving forward, that you bring in a coach that really believes in him, though, and believes that he's the answer and, and is going there and is attracted to that job because of Justin Fields. Don't forget, Justin same Fields was not Eberflus's guy. Well, yes, of course, same with Carolina. That's going to be key with Carolina's vacancy, and we will talk about that later in the show. you got to get somebody to come in who really, really believes in Bryce Young. Coming up next, we will get to the Carolina story. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
One in ten Carolina has fired Frank Reich. And this is a move to make Bryce Young a better quarterback for the remainder of the season. David Tepper did not feel like he was getting that type of performance out of Frank Reich, who looked like he lacked some energy and looked disinterested oh. in being there. It is as bad as you could imagine in Carolina, and there's not a whole lot of opportunity that they have for improvement because, again, they don't own their own first-round draft pick. It belongs to the Chicago Bears. Well, the Carolina Panthers might be having a bad day. Right now, they are on, I think, their sixth head coach, Ian, since this ownership took over the team. I love Rachel, our associate producer tonight, coming back with that return music to bring in Herm Edwards talking about the Carolina Panthers. Well done. Well, there there you go. Well, and right Rachel there. also has a theme tonight with her music, as our associate producer normally always does. So we'll have to figure out the theme as we go through the show and take note of the songs. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons with you. Let's bring in the coach, Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. And Herm, let's start with the Panthers. They fire Frank Wright 11 games into the season. I think it's the second shortest tenure in NFL history. Are you surprised that this happened and surprised when it happened? Well, I'm not surprised if you look at ownership. And it, it's gonna it's gonna start there and it's gonna stop there. Um, uh, this is a becoming a habit, uh, and I think you have to be careful if you're ownership to understand that uh, players are watching this, other uh, head coaches that you may want to hire are watching this, and going, hmm, that's what it is, huh? And I think there comes a point to where you have some players on your team that are saying, you know what? Um, free agency hits, I'm out. And you have some other players wanting to go other places saying, not going down there uh, because of ownership. Right? So you can fire all the coaches you want. It's always the coach's fault. I get it. I've worn that hat. But at the end of the day, when you listen to voices outside the building rather than the voices inside the building, that basically you huddled up with to make this decision to draft this quarterback, knowing that there wasn't a lot of help around him, it's going to look like this. And it's going to look like this next year, too, by the way, when they get a new head coach. Because they don't have enough pieces around this young quarterback, and hopefully he can survive it and doesn't crack to help him. So I'm glad you brought that up, Coach, because I'm, I'm just absolutely exhausted with people saying, well, did they draft the wrong guy? I mean, Peyton Manning through 28 INTs is, is rookie year. I mean, he's, this guy's a rookie quarterback. He has both starting guards hurt. Right on the defensive side, they, they are so banged up. I mean, you know, Shaq Thompson gone for the year. We can go on down the list, right? And these aren't excuses; yep. these are facts. So when you hear people saying that Carolina drafted the wrong quarterback, and we're talking about a rookie, where Trevor Lawrence, go back yep. to his rookie year, Joe Burrow, his rookie year, you know, Steve Young when he was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Jim Plunkett when he was yep. a New England Patriot. We can go on down the list, man. In the history of time, yep. Coach, what's your message yep. to anybody saying you know that's doubting Bryce Young right now? Well, I, I think, you know, you, you can say what you want, but at the end, uh, it's, a, it's going to take you three years to figure out if you have a franchise quarterback or not, to be quite honest. I mean, that's, just, that's what it is. If you look at the history of it, um, and the history doesn't lie, it's the toughest position to play in sports in today's world because of the fact that uh, there's so much scrutiny put on that guy. And then when you have C.J. Stroud playing like he's playing, everyone's going to say, well, you picked the wrong guy. 
<laughs> you should have picked this guy. Right. If, if well, you put I, Bryce on Houston, this. how's that look? Right. And, you know, and what's funny about it, when you decided to pick this guy, what I've heard, ownership was involved in this. Yep. So it wasn't like, you know, but, but when you're on, you can do what you want. But this is not fantasy football. You don't just get to, you know, it's fantasy football. I don't like this guy. I'm going to trade him. Goes, you, you, that ain't how it works. You, you got to live with the decision you make, and it's not a one-year decision where I'm going to get rid of this guy now. And living with decisions is not necessarily Tepper's strong suit over there in Carolina. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst joining us here on Amber and Ian. So it's the hardest position in football tonight. We got a couple guys playing it. Justin Fields, Josh Dobbs, as the Bears take on the Vikings tonight on Monday night football, a little less than an hour from now. We'll keep you updated on that score after it kicks off. But Herm, what do you make of this matchup in these two teams between these division rivals? Well, I think, obviously, Minnesota will be the favorite going into this. Um, you mentioned Josh. I call him Kashmir Dobbs uh, because of what he's kind of brought to this football team. Uh, my wife always tells me, you know, I, I, she likes those Kashmir sweaters, so that's why I call him Kashmir. He's pretty smooth. Um, but I, I think when you look at this team, they start out the season with Kirk Cousins, um, you know, a guy that, that, that's just, you know, very good in making plays. Uh, and throwing the football, and that's what they want to do. They want to throw the football. There's no doubt about it. They're third in the league, passing the ball. They're 28th running it. And when he gets hurt, this team kind of, you know, is trying to figure out who they were. And all of a sudden, Josh Dobbs, Cashmere comes in there, and he gives them some life. And they believe in the guy. And why wouldn't you? That four touchdowns already, only one interception. He's actually run three touchdowns in as well. So they're a team now that's, that's got a chance. I don't know if they catch Detroit. I, I, I don't think that's the case, but they are a team that has playoff uh, uh, aspirations. And why wouldn't you? When you look at the season, um, they've got what six games left. Just do the math. Can you can, can you win at least three? If you can win three, that gets you to nine. That's probably going to get you in. If you win four, you got ten. You're getting in. Arm, I'm I'm fascinated to hear what you're going to say about Deontay Johnson, wide receiver, Pittsburgh Steelers, who on a critical play doesn't even engage as a blocker on the corner. And then there's a live fumble right next to him, and he just looks at it and doesn't do a damn thing. If I'm a vested vet on that squad, like a Najee Harris, or even a Cam Hayward or TJ Watt on the other side of the ball, I'm making that dude's life so uncomfortable in the locker room he wants to go cry. What would you do Uh, as a head coach? Yeah, well, no doubt, and and no one might. uh, Michael Hamlin in a way where it'll get his attention. Uh, it was it was obvious, and everybody watched it, you know. And it's just it's one of those deals. You're trying to figure out what is he what is he thinking right now. I mean, you know, this is this is <laughs> we're playing football. You know, we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to get to the playoffs. We're trying to catch uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and you do that one right. And so I, I just think it's it's unfortunate. Everything's on television. Everything we catch everything. He's going to have to live with that. Um, but I, hopefully, he grows from it. And and that's a locker room where. They might beat him up for a day or so. Um, then they'll let it go. They'll let it go, and, and, and they got to continue to play. And, and they looked a little bit better offensively. Um, missed some throws still. I, I think the receivers and the quarterback are still not in tune. But they ran the ball better. You know they're going to play good defense. So you know, that, that offense looked a lot better. 
Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us here on Amber and Ian. The Bills and Eagles gave us the mm-hmm. game, I think, of the NFL season so far. Eagles pull it out. Josh Allen, though, at times looked like the best player in the entire NFL during that matchup. What did you make of that thing? You, you said it right. I mean, I mean he, he, was, he was fantastic. And, and people say, well, you know, he didn't win. Well, all I know is this. The guy that he's playing against, he's pretty good, too, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, might be the MVP of the league, the way he's playing. And when you think about the Philadelphia Eagles right now, and I don't say this because I'm, a, you know, I played for the Eagles. No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I, I listen to my eyes. This team has it right now, and it's number one. He wills these guys to win. I don't think they can continue to play the way they played the last couple weeks, getting behind and, and, and finding a way to win and giving them a chance. You know, Buffalo gave him a chance last night, as good as Josh Allen played, and he was, he was magnificent. When they didn't score the touchdown, I said, uh-oh, this will be interesting because number one's going to take his tape off and he's going to find a way to wheel these guys to win this game. And then that's what he did. And remember, the Buffalo Bills last night, they lost to a team that's 10-1, by the way. Pretty good football team last time I checked, especially at home, right? So I just think, you know, Josh Allen gets knocks for, you know, how he, he turns the ball over. You know what? He's going to do that. But last night, I thought this offense played a lot better. They're more balanced. He's not always trying to throw the home run. Their defense has to play a little bit better for him. But I do think they have a chance to get in the playoffs. I don't think they're out of it. Coach, if I'd have told you, heck, just three weeks ago, forget five weeks ago, that the Denver Broncos would be ahead of the Buffalo Bills in your playoff (laughs) standings right now, what would you have told me? Oh boy, look at here! I would have said, you know, we we all would have said if we if we'd have went to Vegas and bet on this, we'd all be rich right now. Um, they are they are they are playing really good football. Think about this: the Eagles are ten and one. They have a five game winning streak. Five game winning streak in the NFL. The Denver Broncos have a five game winning streak. Mm-hmm. And actually, what happened is this: Russell Wilson and Coach Payton found a way to change the menu. And they both agreed, okay, let's change the menu of this. And then the players, the, the players bought into it. And I think Coach Payton needed to earn their trust back. Because when he got there, everything was wrong. Everything was wrong. Where they parked, all, I get all that stuff. Every, 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 it was everybody else's fault. They go through this slide. They get beat by – they gave up 70 points. 70 <laughs> and it looking like they're done. It's over. And now you don't want to play them. You really don't. They're playing good. Russell Wilson's got 20 touchdowns, four interceptions. The defense is taking the ball away. That's what they're doing the best. They're taking the ball away. They're playing good in the red zone. And they're believing. And Russell is, you know, like what he said, he says, let's ride. They're riding. They're riding pretty good right now. They definitely are riding from one and five and 70 points hung on them to five and oh, what a turnaround 70. there for the t- 70. 70. And it didn't break that. It, somehow that motivated them, coach. It didn't break them. That's pretty remarkable. Listen on- to this, though. I got one question for you. You guys have watched a lot of football in your lifetimes. I've watched a lot of football, played a lot of football. The Philadelphia Eagles defense played 92 plays last night. Hmm. 92. I'm not making it up. They played 92 snaps on defense. 
I don't know college do teams. And, college and, teams and don't play saying, 92, Coach. College teams. Probably, you were just there. And people, somebody asked me today, they look tired. I said they played 92 stuff. Of course. <laughs> of course they were tired. Jordan Davis would have a coronary running down Josh Allen on the left boundary, right? <laughs> it was unbelievable, the big fella. I was like, give him some air. Somehow they they pulled it off. I mean, truly, truly wild. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. Thanks, Coach. Thank you both. Hey, Coach. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, the Steelers, as we just mentioned, they made some changes to the coaching staff, and it seemed to work out pretty well for them versus the Joe Burrow-less Bengals on Sunday. We will get into that. ESPN Radio is also on the ESPN app. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pick it back, throws it down the near sideline. That's Pickens. He pulls it in and goes inside the 30, and he's tackled as he gets all the way down to about the 21-yard line. Big rush. He is crushed by T.J. Watt. What what was that, a freight train? No, it was number 90. Wow is about all you can say. I thought we spread the ball around. I thought we changed up things schematically and and did different things. I thought we attacked down the field there early, but we did what we needed to do. Mbop. A little Hanson in our lives, right? That's who this was? What was the first? What was the other song, Ian? There, there I already was forgot. another song? Yeah, that she played to intro to bring in Herm Edwards. Oh, I can't remember. I thought you were talking about bad is there day. another Hanson song. Bad day. Is bad, bad day. day. Bad day. Okay, who sings that? i or whatever this is from Hanson. Is this like a boy band theme? All right, well, we will... We will have to continue forth in the show to find out the show within the show that Rachel Robinson is doing as our associate producer here on Amber and Ian. Amber and Ian presented to you by Progressive. You can find Ian Fitzsimmons at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me, Amber Wilson, at Amber W Sports. You can also find the Pittsburgh Steelers having a bump in morale Ian, after firing their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, the Steelers beat the Bengals 16 to 10 yesterday, but it wasn't the score because the Steelers have done some surprising winning this season to the tune of seven games. It was the offense. It was the numbers. It was the fact that you got, you know, 278 yards out of Kenny Pickett passing. It was the first time that they had something like 400 yards offense in like a billion years or whatever it was when you first pull all the stats. First time they haven't been yardage wise all season long. That's insane. I mean, that is insane for a team that has now won seven games this season. Is it just as simple as Matt Canada was the problem? Or do you think that this is the typical 
boost after firing the guy, and then we'll see it kind of level off next game? Uh, good, good question, but I, I do know that they remember that Pat Fryermuth plays for them, who's an outstanding tight end and a great talent, and they had nine targets over the middle of the field to Pat Fryermuth. You know what they had mm-hmm. in the previous three games? One. So... That, that seems I mean, schematic. Right. Najee seems Harris like goes for a one yard shy of, of 100 yards rushing. Uh, it, right. it, it looked like a different team. Now, yards are one thing. Points are, the, are the, all that really matters. And they, they still only scored 16 points. That defense is I mean, just stalking folks right now. And it's not just a Joe Burrow-less Cincinnati team. I mean, you know, Pittsburgh's defense is legit. And right now, they're the five seed in the AFC. Again, let, and let that sink in. They've been outgained every single game until yesterday. We hadn't seen that in professional football since the 30s. The 30s, where you had a team outgained in their first nine games of a season and still had a winning record. You, again, go back to the 30s. World War II hadn't happened yet <laughs> and the last time we saw this. So I give Mike Tomlin a, a boatload of credit. Uh, he's just a remarkable leader of men. And they and Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt, Najee Harris, I mean, Pat Fryermuth, those are all leaders. And you know, Matt Canada just wasn't getting it done. Mike Tomlin goes out of character, fires him, and now you saw them using the middle of the field, Amber. You, you saw a different field to that offense but they still only scored 16 points. I expect them to get better every single week once they truly get into a rhythm. But the biggest thing they have to address is Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, folks, if if you haven't seen the video, just go Google, where it's a running play in a critical part of the game after he's dropped, Amber, a touchdown pass right in his hands, drops it, and – on a running play to his side where he has to seal that corner, he doesn't even put a hand on him. And then you have a fumble right at your feet, and you look right at it and don't do a damn thing. And it goes 40 yards the other way before your teammates run the guy down and tackle him. Amber, if I'm in that locker room, I don't care if I'm on the opposite side of the ball, like a Cam Hayward or TJ Watt, guys I just mentioned, I am having words with Deontay Johnson. I am making him feel remarkably uncomfortable because you quit on us. Quit. I'm ad- I am addressing that in a very firm way. And I, I don't know what Mike Tomlin as a head coach will do, Amber, but I know what I would do as a player. I mean, and it would be, yeah. I mean, damn near, if you, as far as you can go, code red, you know, on, 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 on Deontay Johnson, I would make sure you never do that again in this room with this team or your ass is out of here. Yeah, it was embarrassing. The lack of efforts. I mean, I get oh. it that maybe there's time. It's a, it's a long season. It's, it's hard on your body, blah, blah, blah. I, I understand sitting here as a sports radio host, I can't exactly relate to that. But it is a job that you're getting paid for, you know, like at least maybe show up for that job on, I don't know, game days when it matters most. 
As you mentioned, though, there, the Steelers squarely in contention for a postseason. They'd be, I think, the fifth seed if the season ended today, which would be weird because uh, we're 11 weeks through the season, so it'd be weird if it ended today. But the Steelers would certainly be in the mix for the playoffs if the season ended today, and that's all the more reason why they decided to make this move that was a historic move because we never see the Steelers do this where they fire a coordinator midseason, but they had to try to save the season because that defense is decent, like you said, because they are still looking at some postseason aspirations there. And firing Matt Canada, they come out for the first time in three years. They racked up more than 400 yards on offense. The last time the Steelers offense surpassed the 400-yard mark was week two of the 2020 season, Ian. That was 58 games ago with a guy named Ben Roethlisberger leading the way. (laughs) Wow. I had no idea it was that long. That long since we've seen any semblance of offense from the Steelers, essentially. And by the way, that was the Matt Canada era. Yeah, and you know what? Full, full, Just full credit to Mike Tomlin. The man's never had a losing season. As the head coach, ever. With that, with that working against I mean, that. It's, it's, it's remarkable what he's able to do. Culture is a word that I think is overused in, in sports, unless you really, truly have one. And there is a culture there that Mike Tomlin has instilled year in, year out, and it's beyond remarkable. And Deontay Johnson doesn't get it, but he will, I promise you, from the vets on that team. And Mike Tomlin will handle it, handle it also, like Herm Edwards was talking about. But it's remarkable to see this this squad at 7-4 and four right now as a five seed in the AFC. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, there were some huge games that we haven't even gotten to yet, plus the game of the NFL season so far.